Hello, Keith. Hey, hey, hey. It is time for some fodder. It's been a little bit longer than our normal... It, it has. We, we, it's, uh, we were the doing spring so well. came in and just took all of our good intentions and, and calendar with it. But so. you know what? We have an awesome episode. Yes, we do. We do. Tonight. Uh, an explicit episode. Yes, our first ever. First ever. It's um, no longer the... Right. Family so friendly. if it, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Th- this one's not family friendly. So if you got kids in the room, it's it's earmuffs time. Yep. And uh, and we, our show is called Godfather, which is based off of, of course, or this a spoof on The Godfather, which is probably one of the most explicit movies ever. It's true. <laughs> so when you were maybe um, surfing around to find uh, a uh, <laughs> podcast, this might not have yeah right been but, at initially. But we're talking about assholes. Okay. Um, assholes, uh, specifically in uh, the office, um, you know, not um, on the roads, which there are plenty. Yep. Um, we are specifically talking about uh, the uh, the workplace assholery that takes place, um, bosses, coworkers. Um, maybe, maybe you, maybe yeah. you're one. I yeah. don't know, but um, I thought the the uh, podcast that you chose was. Um, was very enlightening, so interesting, and entertaining uh, as well. So, so that's so we, what we're looking at. That's what we're going for. Yeah, we we want to yeah. add a little value right. to your right. uh, your life, and, right. and I think it's going to do it. Exactly. I, I think um, if again you are an adult uh, listening to this, and you've uh, you've been in the workplace uh, for most of your adult life, I think you're going to get something out of this, yep. and and know that we can't necessarily use jerk and asshole. In the, I mean, they're, they're not they're, synonyms. They're not synonyms. Yep. You, know, you know that, listener, and we know that, and so that's why we made the decision to be, to be explicit yep. and to just state it, and dive in yep. uh, and and talk about t- talk about it. So, so maybe we'll we'll warm up with some jerks. Yeah, rather, some, rather some jerks. Than, yeah. than assholes. Right. So, listeners, so you know that Keith and I love movies, and we could talk and talk and talk about movies. So as a warm up. I uh, have the top 10, at least according to Watch Mojo. What would be some top movie jerks? I'm going to go through a few of them, but I'm just wondering, Mr. Long, can you can you think of a few that do, do any come to mind that might even make the Man, list that, without any uh, hints or clues? There's so many jerks. There I mean, are. Like, it, it, you can't really have a good villain that's not a jerk. It's true. So you could, I mean, literally any movie out there probably has a jerk in it because jerks are entertaining and they yeah. move the plot line and they give lots of conflict. So Right. I mean, well, B- then, Biff comes to mind from Back to the Future. Ding, ding, ding. You're huge, like, that's number jerk. one, man. Number one jerk. Number one yeah, jerk man. was Biff. <laughs> and then the multiple characters or yeah. family oh, connections yes. that they had within the Back to the Future movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Biff is is yeah. number one jerk. Certified. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So try to uh, actually going backwards then. Number two, a movie that you and I were talking about in preparation for this episode uh, can you think of from Office oh, Space? Office Space. Um, Do you know his name? I've, I've not. Well, the boss, Bill Lumber. Yeah, that was um, that was the guy. Yeah, he, that he was a jerk. They indicated. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, you compare him to Biff, and it's they're two very different types of jerk going sure. on there. Yeah, Lo- d- um, types or levels. I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't know that movie right. really too yeah. well, so I can't. I mean, Biff is just just at the top. I yeah. mean absolute top um 
I mean, I can think of <laughs> yes, lots of other. <laughs> I can think of lots of others that are in our society today that no. shall go unnamed. But um, I mean, Draco Malfoy. Draco uh, Malfoy, f- number four. Okay, he's a big. This jerk. is like Family Feud yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're doing very well. He's got to be up there. So I want to let's let's not let's not skip over three. Okay. So from uh, my favorite, uh, not really Christmas movie uh, that's tongue in cheek, but it yeah. falls within that category. A uh, Die Hard. Can you think uh, oh, of yeah. actually? As I was doing some research, if you will, two characters from that movie from Die Hard. Yeah. Well, there's um, uh, the Come guy. On, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, um, you know his name. You probably can't. He, well, he's like, hey, uh, hey, Booby, yes. Bobby, Booby, like, Ellis, uh, Ellis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. he's the. He, he yeah. was. Can we, he can was we in, talk here? La, you know. La. Yes. He was it's not a, about, I have what you need. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. good. Ellis, yeah. I don't even know him. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, poor yeah. Ellis didn't, yes. didn't end yeah. well for no, him. he's good. Uh, but how about the reporter? Oh, Richard Thornburg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, who actually shows up oh, in a couple Die Hard gosh, movies. Yes. Yeah. But what? He's bad. What a he's jerk. Bad. Yeah, he actually he, is borderline asshole. I he think. is. And he makes me think of another actor um, who is maybe kind of similar in in look uh and that would be um the pr- principal from Ferris Bueller's yeah, uh, uh, yes and, yes um, um Mo- Mooney uh let's see he's in there Let's yeah it's it's Edmund Ro- Rooney, Rooney I Rooney, believe yes. Rooney. Ferris yeah, Bueller Rooney. number yeah. 8 yeah yeah yep yeah, well done was, another principal speaking of which mm-hmm. how about Breakfast Club principal Vernon Have oh yeah seen, Vernon yeah he's good his uh yeah behaviors and right. such yes and the principal from back to the future is also awful yeah yeah yes he is yeah is he also in in the second one is he uh on the porch with his shotgun yes yeah i think so yeah oh. yeah those are those are certified right at the top those are yeah, those are, are excellent mm-hmm. um the last one I was going to mention, maybe for you, it's '80s fans, is uh, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. If you remember that character, Walter was number Peck. six within that. Um, oh, he must just have been. really he he had a beard, just really yeah. trying to super annoying for yeah. mm-hmm. for our Ghostbuster guys. Yeah, he was the yeah he helped the the, the plot along. He, he did. Uh-huh. Bill Murray yeah. really uh, had some lines that okay. tried to take him down a little bit. Uh, well, I've got some for you. Okay, I've got some worst bosses ever. All right. Okay, and this is from uh, this is from from movies and and television. Okay. Uh, this boss is known for making employees work on the weekends and waiting until Friday afternoon to tell them. We uh, we've already talked about this this person. Really? Yes. Well, is um, it from uh, Office? Yeah. The Office or Office Space? I'm going to need you to have, go ahead and come in tomorrow. <laughs> yes. So Office yep. Space. Bill Lumberg. Yep. Yes. Uh, number two, this boss milked an injury he sustained when his foot was burned by a George Foreman grill by wearing bubble wrap around it all day. Hmm. I don't think I know that. This would be Michael Scott okay. from The Office. Yep. Uh, number three, known best for doing cocaine and firing fat people, Bobby Pellet was a horrible boss from what TV show? I've never seen this show, but it's from the show Horrible Bosses. Oh, so. okay. Number four, Anne Hathaway should have quit on the first day with this boss, making life miserable. Meryl Streep yeah. in what movie? The Devil Wears Prada. Correct. Yep. Yes. She, she was pretty nasty. She is borderline. 
Number five. This boss was a billionaire before he turned 30 and owns all of your personal info and photos till the end of time. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. That is correct. Number six. All the money in the world, but no one to spend it on but himself. This horrible boss made sure no one had a Merry Christmas. Scrooge. Really? Yes. Okay. Number seven. Speaking of Christmas, this boss doesn't know your name and thinks jelly is better than bonuses. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Come on. I, I can't think of his name, so it's from Christmas Vacation. It is. Yes. Frank Shirley. Okay. Yes. Frank Mr. Shirley. Shirley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, this boss is every new employee's worst fear, or in this case, their murderer. Hint. <laughs> Code Red. Colonel Jessup from oh, A Few Good Men. Okay. Did you order the code red? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Number nine. No one is safe around this boss. Underperforming employees didn't get fired. They got mercilessly or uh, unmercilessly choked from across the room. Goodness. Hint. I find your lack of faith oh. disturbing. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Interesting. Yes, yes. I like that. Uh, and number 10, intending to prove his acceptance of homosexuality in an office sensitivity training, this boss forced one of his openly gay employees to kiss him in front of the staff. Don't know. That would be Michael Scott as well uh, from The Office. I, and I put two in there I because was he is the worst boss ever I, it and most entertaining. Yes. I mean, the show went on for like 10 seasons mm-hmm. because, well, and he wasn't in all of them, but man, he really sets the tone uh, for horrible bosses. You know, the, the horrible boss that I didn't put in here that comes up in, in Pod Fodder, um, he was, uh, if I can put a number of bonus 11 in, he was kicked out of his own company because he was such a horrible boss. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Probably He's um, the biggest a-hole Did of you, all time. And I, I don't know if I knew it quite to that level. Did you know that? that no, I mean, I saw the movie, and and um, I knew that he was intense. Okay, that was probably the the word I would have used before is is intense. But then the movie, and then um, my brothers read the read the book and yeah. was telling me about just just how ruthless wow. and and demeaning he was. Um, so yeah, I uh, he, he could be the epitome then for us probably you probably when probably now that you're saying that mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. information and yet based on what we're going to talk about um apple was still is still one of the best companies of all time so it's it's kind of like he's kind of the antithesis in sure. the sense that he they still were very successful yeah so um which kind of goes contrary to what they talked about in in this uh this episode yeah very so, good. So Did you ever go. see? Um, I can't remember the the BBC. It wasn't BBC, but Britain version of the yes. Office. Yeah, also you know, very good. Is that uh, character then as bad or he, worse? Is Michael uh, Scott? Michael Scott and um, yeah, he's the the Ricky Gervais version yeah. of Michael Scott um, is much more cringe worthy. Okay. So every time, like, he makes you very uncomfortable yeah. and you're just cringing okay. all the time. Like, your anxiety actually, like, increases. Yeah. Whereas Michael is kind of just like a, 
He's a he's a goof, sure. you know, and and he does make you cringe, like that episode where he you know kisses Oscar in front of everybody. Like that's very cringeworthy, and and there's enough of those moments, but it's ten times worse on the British version. Okay. Like oh, it's just so he's so painfully yeah. awkward, and he doesn't read uh, social cues, and he's all about himself, and he thinks he's hilarious, and it's just all like. Oh man, I to work in a place like that would have just been comical, yes, but like your anxiety yeah. would just be through the roof. So way different um, to be present yeah, than having yeah. to work for him. But um, but still a very funny show. And if you've never seen The British Office, I highly recommend it. It is um, hysterical, and uh, and yeah, it's it's good. All right, so we're gonna do a little pod fodder, I think here. All right. So from Monster, that was my yeah. little segue there. Good, REM good stuff. Um, this is a work life with Adam Grant episode, and as Keith mentioned, it's called "The Office Without Assholes." And not too long ago, it was April second of of this year. Adam Grant is uh, talking specifically to Bob Sutton, but then a few other people throughout the episode, and it it just truly struck me because. Everyone knows an asshole. Yes. And uh, even just that, as we said yeah. at the very beginning, is um, it's an unfortunate word, but it, it truly right. represents. Right. Uh, and how he defines it, Let, let's get that out there. So it's not a jerk. Jerk is not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this individual who has a sense of privilege. He or she is hurtful to others, takes credit, demands things, disrespectful, demeaning, um, on and uh, on and yes. on, and it's just a whole other level of right. uh, individual. Could be passive aggressive is defined yeah. even within it. That Absolutely. could be blaming or not following up on promises. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. horrible yeah. to yep. have that happen at a workplace. Yep. Yep. A saboteur, um, or even straight out aggressive. Yeah. So yep. bad mouthing, screaming, mm-hmm. ridiculing in mm-hmm. front of other people. Typically, oh, yeah. yep, yep. Um, I got two words: reply all. <laughs> Oh. Uh, you know, that is a top of the top level, um, uh, assholery move right there. Mm-hmm. So, so everybody yeah. sees, everybody that. sees it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or, or in a uh, staff meeting, an office mm-hmm. meeting and, mm-hmm. and people are a part of that and, and yeah. you are taken right. down. Right. Yeah. Horrible. And we both have, uh, extensive work careers. Uh, um, I mean, I'm, I'm 40 and I've been in an office, uh, since I guess, 2003 to well even in college i was in in some some places and i've yeah i've been 20 years time i've uh i've come across several several okay mm-hmm. so l- mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit and so we should set that up as well um oftentimes it it is the boss 80 percent of the time is the study that's yeah. referenced yeah but uh it's it's people below you that's yep. why the boss. So right, you follow or alongside or, you, or alongside you. But it, you can't. You could, but it's it's pretty dangerous to be. Yeah, to, <laughs> yeah. to do that to somebody above, above you. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I okay. Yeah, so people alongside, and alongside, and then and bosses ab- above you, and in, in yeah. multiple places uh-huh. where you've uh-huh. been. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, behaviors <laughs> in front of <laughs> It's just like you always have to just take a moment to be like Ah, oh, I remember you, yeah. and I'm I'm glad that that's no longer the case. You yeah, know, that uh, I'm happy to say that in my uh, that I, I I currently do not uh, work with any. So yeah, um, so I don't that, think so either. That part is is pretty Maybe nice. We moved on to be able yeah. to do that, but right. they they create fear. Yeah. Um and and loathing. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Um, Despair. And, yes. Stuckness. Um, especially when it's, when it's, uh, when it's a boss and, uh, and you like being employed, it's, it's very difficult Yeah, when it's, when it's, uh, you know, coworkers alongside, I think, you know, usually like, okay, um, I can, well, even that, I mean, you you don't want to deal with it, but, um, but you, you have a little bit more ability to deal with it than you do when, when it's the person who, you know, pays your pays yeah, your check that you're directly reporting. Then, to. then it's a lot, lot messier. It, it really is, a lot and, more and especially when you do need the job or and like the job. Exactly. Right when you yeah. have other people, but that's that's your right. Your key mm-hmm. is that individual. Yeah, and and being able to. Unfortunately, it, it, there's a level of pleasing that that moves oh, beyond yeah. what you need yeah. to do as yeah. just your responsibilities of the right. position. Right. Have your uh, I know we'll we'll get into the episode. But I'm curious if if your kids and now that they're young adults, have yep. they encountered uh, have they encountered this in their lives and and how and how have you dealt with it as a parent if if they have? No, I mean coaches. Yeah, I mean, I, that's true. You know, that's true. Uh, and that actually adds a whole other layer to it almost because in that regard, um, you 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 can't. Like you're not getting paid, mm-hmm. you want to be a part of the team. You're worried about saying something because then it could be, be taken out on mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and they'd never be able to be admitted as such. Right? Parents don't know how to approach that. Yeah, favoritism like that. Oh, just yeah. a whole yeah. messy, totally messy layer. Yeah. No, uh, Karen has. That's the other thing is you know through your partner and, and yeah. being able yeah. to hear. I don't. I don't know if it's been worse. Sometimes it's been worse, Keith, that uh, having to uh, – because when you're in it, it, it's bad enough. Yeah. And, but you know other people are, like, working with you and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's an <laughs> asshole. And you're, right? And you're kind yeah, of work, yeah. commiserating. Yeah, there, there's but, commiserating. But and when, it, yeah. when, it, when it was my partner and I'm trying to – Right. Because you will we'll get the heck out of there. There's exactly. There's no reason yeah. to – yeah. Bail, to bail, aboard, aboard. Yes. Get out, get Break out. Break free yeah, and yeah, go. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you go in there and you tell them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Here's what you're gonna do. Here's what you're you're gonna not say. gonna take yeah. that. No, no, you're not gonna. Yeah, you write up this big. Yeah, and get them all pumped up. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, except I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so at your annual review, yeah. here's what you're yeah. gonna say. Write this cryptic, you know, <laughs> message and. But so much of it, I think, is um, yeah, you're stuck. So how much are you gonna tolerate, and what can you do for self care? Yeah. Is really what it comes down sure. to. Sure. But, um, but let's dive into a little bit more of what, what they were saying in the episode because I thought it would be really helpful if you're in that situation. Yeah, I, I think so. And it, it is – they talk about some studies. They talk about some pieces where that perspective because one 
when we when you're talking about assholes, one of the at least business perspectives that ha- is out there, almost cliche, is that sometimes you have to be an asshole in order to right. achieve the results mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. being demanded from. You gotta be bold. You yeah. gotta be. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. That that is. Uh, that was interesting. Um, and that, that's Steve Jobs. I mean, yep, that was Steve part Jobs, of the, like, the well, conversation. You want to get what you want. Him. You gotta be tough. You know. But. But but they were saying, uh, based on some case studies that they did, that uh, and again this I mean it, this isn't necessarily be all end all kind of thing, but I thought it was interesting when they they did do an experiment yep. and found that the people who had to deal with uh, asshole behavior ended up being. Um, more likely to be less competent on the task that they were asked to do, so essentially dumber yeah. uh, or le- or less effective, um, and they were um, le- less likely to be kind yeah. to others. So it is that negative behavior becomes contagious, uh, and and we don't want you know like that's not that's not effective. Yeah. Can. That, just pause on that a second. On the your the cognitive ability, I know goes down. Yeah, it's one thing like all right, you've had a bad day. That that's kind of displacement. Kick the dog. Right. What have you? Right. Everybody has a bad day. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But day after day of bad uh-huh. days. All right. Uh-huh. But when you have to do your job and you do it poorly, right? Because of your boss, there's a yeah. there's some irony within yeah. that too. Yeah. Right. Oh well, I, and it also makes me think like. You know, it almost that almost gives the boss more power than mm-hmm. if you're dumber. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like, like again, like we would normally want you to not be that way, so that everybody can thrive and that that you can essentially make the boss look good. Um, but uh, you know, assholes don't necessarily care. Yep. And that's part of what makes them that way. And so, if you can, if you're not performing. It gives them more power Correct. to continue their behavior. Yeah, it, which it sucks. A vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. Not only that cognitive level and, and being mean yourself, um, but that it becomes a part of of who they they yeah. are now. They they go to work right. and they they aren't going to be helpful any longer. Uh, what a wow! And then again, go home. You're beat up a little bit. I'm sure you're not going to be great for your family. Exactly. It's just going to be a cycle of of awfulness mm-hmm. that just keeps snowballing. So, what what do you do? So that was kind of the next piece, and the big question is how you, how can you proceed? Mm-hmm. And the the first suggestion, and this is from Sheila Hem. She's a Harvard Business School professor. She's actually trained as a lawyer. She she talks about having the hard conversation now. Possibly, when I was first hearing that, I, I take that as easier. Maybe you know your your colleague, mm-hmm. but as we're referencing here, can you imagine um, you're getting reviewed and you're going to say, "Oh, I've got a few suggestions myself," <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Well, the other thing that uh, is effective is humor. Yes, and and humor does help to diffuse the situation if it's done. Well, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you certainly don't want to come in guns blazing because then you're putting that person on the defensive, and that never goes well. Right. Um, but humor, and um, you know, I think finding ways to get them to 
<clears throat> pause, you know, uh, maybe, and I think humor disarms in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, like the example they gave of this boss who, um, called everybody, uh, or, you know, people that he didn't dis- uh, agree with or thought was making dumbest dis- decisions, he would say, you're dumber than a head of lettuce. Mm-hmm. And so this, uh, this office, um, had, had just been berated so many times that, they all worked together and they went to the grocery store and they bought like over a dozen head of lettuce yeah. and then they drew like faces on them mm-hmm. put and put them at their office at their uh, conference table spot and then made the boss go into the office meeting first to see all these instead of them to see all these heads of lettuce. Yeah. And again, like creative and funny and it worked. Yeah, because it helps and in that case, it, it's good that this this boss was open to it. Right, he, he wasn't forced to be defensive. Right, he could kind of see that and go, "All right, yeah, all all my mm-hmm. employees are, are mm-hmm. thinking this of me." Yeah. But you're absolutely right about if you start if you start attacking the individual and and right. calling him names. I mean, they they've been doing this for a while. They're they're good at it, mm-hmm. and, exactly. and so to to bring that out, like you, what you want to do is you want to go straighten him or her out. Exactly, and that is not going to work. And, that, and that's probably yep. the worst thing to do because now you're entering into their turf and yeah they've been doing it longer than you and they've got you right where they want you it's like they're baiting you into that situation yep uh and and if you know that's where again uh to be strong to take the high road in that case is to not to not go in um for a fight and and maybe she suggests maybe you can give them the benefit of the doubt i i I think it depends on how long this has been going on if it's been happening Mm. over a a long period of time that that's a little bit different so she suggests if it has been happening over time to instead of talking about them to talk about yourself because they could be defensive or argue the other side but she suggests there isn't a lot of arguing arguing about if you tell them the impact of how you've you've been sure uh, hurt or how you feel or if you knew that you are working less poor you know as, yeah. less well uh yeah. however you want to phrase that like right. cognitively yeah. like, uh, can right. you imagine going to your boss like you're making me dumber <laughs> can you build me up <laughs> a little tone, bit can you tone it down a little bit <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll all be a little more uh-huh. happy uh-huh yeah yeah well and and again there's no strategy <laughs> that's fail safe i mean i've nope. i've been in that situation and thought i you know was doing the right thing talk about how it makes me feel and it totally backfired and sure. didn't work at all you know so it's it's uh, <laughs> what's your what's your point you know or yeah. it's like okay now i now i have more ammo on you mm-hmm. you know so there is no like perfect way i thought one of the examples they gave was funny um how well i have to be that way it's it's absolutely necessary um and then the response was Oh, are you, you know, are you sure? Like, you know, can't you aren't can't you be more creative than that? Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 it kind of you're you're kind of putting them down, yeah. but you're also kind of just you Hopefully know you're inviting their, them their to think to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Inviting them to think a little differently. I thought you were you were you're smarter than that, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> That's what it was, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Saying it yeah. and again, that yeah. a little level of right. humor, yeah. but drawing their attention right. to it. And, or and then it was, oh, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, or not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the final segment of it was related to hiring then. And again, we're not all in position potentially to be able to. Uh, if you can't change them. Um, hopefully don't hire them yeah. uh, in the first place. And, and that's, that 
that's really a, a hard piece to do as uh-huh. they're coming in as a colleague, right? right? But some of the questions potentially that are being asked of the individuals, I did find it interesting. Uh, it was about uh, asking, does this individual work well with others? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, you're you're looking for, yeah, I mean, work works well with everybody. <laughs> right. And when they start to say, well... Most of the time, yeah. or with certain right. people, that oh, qualifying. it depends on who you ask. You know, yeah. it depends on. It's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Or he talked about give them the choice uh, when you're doing like reference checks or something like that, recommendations, yeah. because it's, obviously the recommendations are going to be positive. But give them the choice between two negatives and thinking about oh, yeah. what what's more likely. Is this applicant um, better to? Uh, be a pushover or manipulative mm-hmm. like that was super mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. to me to think mm-hmm. about because normally you, you never do that these are right. always positives yeah. Yeah. you want to hear yeah, the yeah. positives yeah. so this was exactly about the mm-hmm. opposite and i don't know it didn't really go into the detail of the response that you would want but i think it would be very revealing whichever of those responses that you would get well you'd hope that they'd <laughs> The answer would be neither. <laughs> I, probably right. Like that well, to me is the right answer. I, you know, like, like I don't want to be a pushover, but I don't want to be a manipulator yeah. either. Like those. those are... Can you imagine? Well, between the two, yeah, major manipulator. Yeah, you know. Oh, and then finally, this was also interesting uh, about the cost of when you have an asshole in your mm. as an employee in your place of work. So. Do you replace an average performer with a star or do you replace a toxic asshole with just an average individual? And you, profitability at least, as far as that cost and whatnot, is you get rid of the asshole. Absolutely. And you yeah. then just right. get an average individual, right. comes to work, does his or her job, right. right? You don't need a star. No. You just need someone and who's I think, not going to rip the, the business apart. And I think team sports is a great example of that, you know, how they talk about locker room presence yes. and, and, you know, being toxic oh, in the clubhouse. Professional and, sports, you know, easy like examples. They will... You know, take, I mean, all those factors are coming into play when they're lo- looking to bring on somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that is a great real life example where it's like, you don't need the toxic, you know, um, all star. Yeah. Like, um, sometimes you just, you do need team chemistry and, and you find a way to get it done. Yeah. So most of us don't hire. So the final uh, piece of this hiring side would be, though, maybe we've been, we're referring to sort of the reviews, right? At mm-hmm. the at, you mm-hmm. have your annual review and you see where you're going, and the suggestions were about you know you gotta you gotta break the system. The system is rewarding this individual right. to be able to uh, be be an asshole, mm-hmm. and so we have to remove that reward system that allows that to happen. So possibly, if you can help influence systems, a systems change is to give the subordinates some power, to provide some feedback. Yeah. Uh, and it, it mentioned anonymous pieces, and I, I guess I understand that to, to keep, to protect the individual. Yeah. But at the same time, man, if you if I saw all my employees that were saying that I'm, you know, multiple mm-hmm. people are giving mm-hmm. me that feedback, hopefully that would wake me up a little bit. But again, an asshole doesn't necessarily see that of, of right. him or herself. Right. Um, but it was interesting where they mentioned allowing people, the subordinates, to work with whichever leader, whichever supervisor. Right. So if you have all these individuals and you have, say, five leaders and they all work with 
these four and no one picks to mm-hmm. work with the the fifth one boy that's a telltale sign uh, right potentially of, right uh that guy's or gal's an asshole mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yep so I don't know if you can yeah. possibly influence um, the system in that way, but I thought, again, it was interesting to try and just give some feedback and, and change right. that system because with right. the asshole, he's, he or she's got all that power. And and the worst thing you can do is to do nothing. Yes. And not only going to be worse times. for yourself, but it's going to be worse for the system and the culture. And sometimes you're the one that's going to you know take one for the team and – have that hard conversation and you're going to be the one that suffers from it. But, um, hopefully that won't be in vain. Um, and either way, you know, you got to look out for your, for your own self care. And sometimes it's just, it's bailing on the, on those systems. Um, and, and those individuals that, that are, are making that toxic. Um, but to, to just be like, Oh, It'll get better if it, you know, like that that avoidant mentality right. just never works. It, it has only, to it be only challenged. Fuels, it only fuels the 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 problem. It normalizes um, it. Yeah, exactly. And hundred percent, there's no place where there there isn't an asshole. Exactly. So so don't be the asshole and have <laughs> yes. hard conversations with them, and um, you know, and I think uh, let's let's transform. Our, uh, our 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 systems and our cultures and where we are through kindness and generosity uh, and not and not assholery yeah and As- um, assholery and it's not and an asshole is not the same as an ass hat or an nope. ass clown I guess um, talk about two other of my learning. favorite um, again if I were going to use a put down which I never would no, but no. if I were I prefer um, ass hat okay. But ass clown's pretty funny too. Makes you laugh. Yeah. So if we're so gonna be explicit. We might as well just get, get it all, get out. Them all out there. The last exactly, <laughs> the last minutes yeah. here. Yeah. That's so that's work life with Adam Grant. Again, the episode is an excellent one called yes. "The Office Without Assholes." Yes, yes. Take, Thanks. Take a listen. Thanks for listening uh, to Godfather. Uh, this has uh, uh, been another. Another fun episode, uh, yeah. Mr. Follow, follow us, uh, uh, both of us on Twitter. I'm at Gregory Heineke, and Keith is at Good Godfather. He also has Becoming a New dot blogspot dot com. If you want to check out some, yes, of, uh, I got to get back in there. I haven't written for. Got to get some weeks. some writing. Got to get some more writing in there. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot, Fodderheads. Yeah.